Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are eternally grateful to Almighty God for His grace, His mercies, His protection, His love upon our lives for bringing us this far. His word tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from all. As Christians, we experience what I call our convictions and contradictions. Our faith tells us certain things or convinces us of certain things. However, there are certain things that occur in our lives that contradict our faith. So it's not easy to live as a Christian. Because there are certain things that can easily break you. There are certain things that can easily make you ask questions. In the Bible, somebody that God had used mightily, Elijah, I mean to the extent that he had commanded fire from heaven. When the same powerful prophet was pursued by the woman Jezebel, the wife of Ahab, the king, he ran and hid himself. It's a contradiction. To his conviction when he stood on Mount Camel, says the God that answers with fire, let him be God. So you would ask, had he lost that conviction? In the New Testament, John the Baptist who had a revelation of Christ, the forerunner, talked about Jesus coming after him, the Messiah. When he was imprisoned by Herod, he sent his disciples to ask Jesus. They see the Messiah. Can you imagine? Beloved, we face these contradictions to our convictions as Christians. But in all these, we have to stand firm. There are times you will pray for some people and they will get healed. God will use you to manifest some great things. But when it comes to your own issue, it's as if 
The same God who used you might have deserted you. We go through times where God appears to be silent. God appears to be distant. And it's like we're asking, where are you, God? His eyes are on us. He's always with us. Beloved, that is the reason why we need each other. We need encouragement through His Word and through some of these daily devotions to be able to stand. To be able to stand. And sometimes we question why would bad things happen to good people? And why would good things happen to bad, bad you know, people? We don't have all the answers. But we still trust Him. We thank God for ushering us into another year. And we have so many expectations. And this year we want something new. Something new. We want to experience a change. And we established yesterday that if you want something you have never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. We've also quoted from Albert Einstein that insanity is repeating the same set of actions or doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. We've also quoted from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Jesus, no, the, the Bible says that the God is going to do a new thing for us. And in the parable of Luke 5, 36 to 39, Jesus says you cannot put new wine into old, you know, wine bottles. Something must be new. So yesterday we said, one of the things that we've got to do more is to have, you know, to spend more time with God this year. We cannot be part-timing Him and expect the fullness of His blessings. So we're going to build on that today. Another thing that we've got to do more, and for some people they may even have to start, is fellowshipping constantly with the Holy Spirit. We are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son are not here with us. It is God the Holy Spirit who is here. And the good thing is that He is with us. He is in us. 
and he is for us. However, we miss the opportunity to dialogue with him, to fellowship with him, to interact with him. Because many people are ignorant. Beloved, we don't pray to the Holy Spirit. We pray to the Father through the Son. But we fellowship just like we are fellowshipping through these devotional. You can have a conversation. His word tells us in Romans 8 that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So this year, one of the attitudes that we've got to cultivate is constantly dialoguing with him, talking to him. When you go for a walk, for that one hour, you can enter into a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I need your help. Holy Spirit, why is this happening? Holy Spirit, reveal this to me. Holy Spirit, I need an answer. I need a solution. Holy Spirit, I want a way to be made for me. Holy Spirit, I want you to touch the heart of this person. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come to my aid. Talk to him. Not in your head, but open your mouth. When you are driving, the one hour, one and a half hours that you commute, the total of two or three hours in and out might be a perfect time to talk to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, I need you. In meetings, when things are tough, you need ideas, you talk to the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I do is to excuse me, myself to go to the washroom. But whilst I'm there that one minute, I say, Holy Spirit, you've got to open up. Holy Spirit, you've got to direct me. Beloved, it has to be constant. This year, there's no way we can make it without the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. One man of God, Yongicho of blessed memory, God used him mightily to do so many things. And he's credited with the having the, the biggest church or the largest church in the world. But he came to a point where his church wasn't growing when he had come to 3,000 members. Nothing was happening. And he went before the Lord. And the Lord said, The reason why you are stagnated is that you are trying to do it on your own. His word, his word tells us in Zechariah 4.6 that 
that it's not by our power, it's not by our might, but it's by my spirit. He told Zechariah, the prophet, to tell Zerubbabel, the army general, that, hey, Zerubbabel, you're not going to win because of your might or your power. It is by my spirit. So the Lord spoke to Yongi Cho to start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, to start talking and dialoguing. And immediately, that caused the upward surge in his membership. I mean, he developed such an intimate relationship that every time it's like you're talking, Holy Spirit, let's go. Holy Spirit, I mean, I have come to cultivate that as well. And I want to recommend it to you. Beloved, it works. It really does. Instead of picking the phones and talking to people, trying to get ideas, why don't we tune in? This year, we've got to have more encounters with the Holy Spirit. More discourse, more discussions, more interactions, more conversations, more fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He abides in us. He's ready to assist us. He knows all things. The Bible says that he searches all things and he reveals all things. So as we have started the year, the Lord wants us to be reminded of the fact that how far we can go in our lives, in our business, in every facet of our, our lives will depend on the extent to which we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's a person. The Bible says that grieve not the Holy Spirit. He has feelings. He is a person. Let us not ignore him. But every moment, I will recommend that 30 minutes before you close your eyes, engage with him, talk to him. I stand before him at least an hour before I sleep. And he gives me so many revelations and downloads. Beloved, we need to have more interaction with the Holy Spirit this year. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, lift the light of his countenance upon our lives and grant us his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.